0: A massive cause of us losing four games on the trot now is not finishing chances that have been created and I can understand fans' disapproval. We haven't won for four games. Everybody around shows disappointment towards the manager when it's not going so well and it's not going so well for us, so I accept the criticism that comes my way because it's my responsibility to get it right.
1: It's raining, it's pouring My love life is boring me to tea.
0: After all these years... Now it's Amal Patano it on the approach. turning target on the goal line. Berragino coaching. Amal Patano did the hard work. Berragino is there to finish it off.
2: Hello and welcome to episode 29 of the Knees Mother Brown West Ham podcast. We're getting close to the end of the season now and boy, can we not wait for it to end. It's been horrendous, but... Uh, <laughs> We've got some top entertainment for you over the next 45 minutes to an hour. Firstly, the co-presenter of this podcast that you are listening to, James Longman. Hello and welcome. Hello and welcome. That's your very bit. Very formal. Very, very, very the most upbeat
3: <laughs> of <laughs> That's not true.
2: Excellent. And also, uh, one of my favourite West Ham fans, just for your strong and, in my opinion, correct opinions, Neil on West Ham. Neil Fairchild, welcome back to your second appearance.
1: Thank you for having me back.
2: Yeah, it's a pleasure to have you back. I
3: thought he was going to say, just for your...
2: Strong arms Strong arms <laughs> Lovely face Every time and Neil
3: turns up Chris compliments him I know
2: He lost a bit of weight I thought you tell me I complimented him last time as well so <laughs> I'm worried about just, it just,
1: It's the only reason I come back just,
2: <laughs> just so enamoured of your Twitter ice. feed it's just, it's just a pleasure to see you whenever you're here I'm glad to hear it <laughs> <laughs> um, We've got an action-packed show for you today um, Firstly we'll be talking about feedback Following that We're going to talk about the magnificent 1-0 away defeat to West Brom. Uh, The Sam Allardyce poll, which Neil uh, didn't partake in. Very strong views on that, which we'll be tackling later. Uh, We'll be talking to the G-Man 2. Maybe talk about relegation again. And finally, some other West Ham news and predictions. So, that's what it's going to sound like. I guess, firstly, we should talk about the awards show. The live awards. What? Tickets what? still available. It is going to be the night of your life. That is a guarantee. <laughs> the 13th of May. And you know what? Ticket sales, very strong. Yeah. You were quite pessimistic, James, at one point. I, but
3: I've, I've had ups and downs. It's
2: like this season.
3: There have <laughs> been, up, been ups and downs in terms
2: of ticket sales. We've, <laughs> we have surpassed what well, our, our minimum expectations, which yes. is all you can ask for. Yeah. Um... we're a thousand away from... Our... <laughs> <laughs> maximum expectations um, t- I think we're going to be in a situation with two weeks ago that it's going to sell out I'm confident at the trajectory where they're selling so you know don't leave it to the last minute take this opportunity now to go buy your tickets because we're going to have Frank Macaveni there Frank
3: Maca. so essentially he's he's a lovely bloke. And he yeah. was just like, um we're talking about stuff and him getting there and all that and he was just like, Look, just sort me out some beers. So if you want to have a beer with a legend that is Frank McAvenny yeah. and that's pretty exciting. Yeah. You've got to get, get down there.
2: Yeah, and not only that, secretly our tactics would be to get him really drunk. And just see what happens Let the fireworks down, explain. Head down stringers <laughs> We have booked a cab. We've got a cab ordered to stringers. Met us to Martin <laughs> Allen Mad Dog. There's room for one more. We might have a raffle. <laughs> Actually, we met up on Sunday to talk about this award show and, yep. uh, James's idea was a tombola, which I think is a fair reflection of your age.
3: A tombola. And I asked one of the, uh, one of the waitresses about a tombola. She didn't know what it was. <laughs>
2: she didn't know where to look. She didn't know whether shit you or can wine win, or watch
3: You can win, a uh, sign McE- McE- McE-
2: t-shirt <laughs> yeah. or some jam. <laughs> <laughs> That's how tombolas work. But not only in Frank McAvenney, we've got Martin Allen too. Mad Dog. Mad Dog, who replied on email saying perfect when we yep. gave him the details. And not only that, Jeremy Nicholas, too. We're going to have player of the year, young player of the year, goal of the season, most memorable match, best signing, most improved player, most missed hacker of the year, and maybe come podcast poster of the year. Maybe. Maybe. I don't have a vote voting for yet. That's still up for discussion. Um, but that nominate, you right, can
3: uh, vote now. I voted yesterday, actually. You can yeah. vote. It's open. So and get involved.
2: And you're going to have the opportunity to ask your questions to these to these men that are going to be on stage, Frank McIverney and Martin Allen, you'll have an opportunity to ask your questions. Yeah. That is going to be an actual segment that we've planned.
3: Um, I just want to quickly talk about um, Barry Hearn, because he's obviously won Hack of a Year last few years. Mm, I don't too. think we told this story, did we, that uh, Chris thought he saw Barry
2: Hearn? No, we have told this story. Oh, have we? Yeah. Oh, Regular listeners of the show will know we've already told this story. I don't listen <laughs> or to what I'm saying. <laughs> did we tell this story? So, yes, oh. yes. Disappointing. Yeah, a couple of episodes ago. But it wasn't right. Mary Hearn. That's the headline. <laughs> but anyway, 13th of May, East Ham Working Men's Club, 7.30 till 9.30. £10 a ticket. Tickets available on KUMB.com. Right, so Get it's your tickets. T- t- so t- a few people. It's only a tenner. A-
3: anything extra, we're not making any profit, will go to uh, Bobby Moore's charity. So he's pretty good as well. It's really? only £10. Uh, it'll be done by... It'll be done... Uh, the awards will be done by 9.30. So if you want to say you can, a lot of people are saying, oh, it's a weeknight. But people like Darren Williams... You can still make the last train home. Name and shame. (laughs) This is the section of the show we're
2: calling Name and Shame. Uh,
3: Darren Williams, I'll get too drunk and won't be able to get the last train home. I won't hear it, Darren. (laughs) (laughs) What Darren does is he pops up on Twitter, like on a bi daily basis. And to insult me Call me a lizard And then he's given excuses About not coming to the Nile
1: Maybe he's one of these people That can't be in a social situation Without being absolutely (laughs) obliterated
3: I know a few people have said that That's not in my I just can't I have to get smashed on (laughs) Uh, Andrew Quinn has made excuses Hi James Would have loved to join you guys At
2: the Awards, But can't afford the airfare From New Zealand I mean come on Pathetic Pathetic What any (laughs) old excuse Is getting trotted out now (laughs) There's only a tenner for a ticket Come on Quinny I'm going to see Justin Timberlake like a month after that. It was a £100 ticket. But this is going to be better.
3: That is, you'll see Vas Yeah,
2: yeah. And he strictly does Beyonce. Uh, but yeah, come along. It'll be fun. com. Follow the link. £10 ticket. They're going to sell out. So get in there quick. It'll you know, you're going to be there.
1: No, I'm one of those people oh, who, who's sake. been in a social situation, has to get absolutely <laughs> obliterated. So uh, it's a school night. I, I, I can't make it. <laughs> well, we, God, we you and, <laughs> probably you shouldn't have asked you. you are in <laughs> <laughs> Um, all
2: right. Should we get into the feedback yes. section now? Okay. Full throttle into the feedback section. You can contribute to the feedback section by emailing podcast at kmb.com or going on the forum like Pink Palermo did. Face. He's a cum face, he Pink is. Palermo. Um, my, he says, Mark Ward is one of my all time favourites. He set a season alight. Yes, he did. Correct. That is factually correct. Clucking Bell, most enjoyable. It's odd that the funniest guests so far have both been Scousers and I like Alvin Martin and Nolan too. This is particularly strange as I hate the fucking place and I feel that it should be fenced off and used as an artillery range or a dumping ground for nuclear waste. Not that anyone would notice the difference. <laughs> so that's Clucking Bell. Yeah, he's not sat on the fence. That's the, not the, these are not the views of the KUMB podcast or KUMB. That yeah. is Clucking Bell. For feel sure, free to direct your to him. We're good. We're good.
3: We, yeah. should, we need to get out with Martin, don't we?
2: Yeah. Uh, Richie Rev my favourite player of that era, era for some reason but 10 years old 10 on. year olds Richie Rev my favourite player of that era for some reason but 10 years old are ten year olds impressionable, impressionable I, suppose. I suppose
3: which was you also read that like a 10 year old yes so there's double right, layers it? to it <laughs> so um, yeah uh,
2: yes Mark Ward yeah Happy Hammer 52, Sinclair is definitely doing adverts for Dubai Racing, can also confirm a sighting of him on Loch Ness in a boat. Is that true? No, but a first good. bit is. Okay, excellent. Glad we cleared that up. Billy Dino, as a regular viewer of Channel 4 Racing, I can confirm that they use Trevor Sinclair as an advert for Dubai. This is starting to and look solid. This.
3: And he says, lives out there with his wife and kids. Tells us it's a fantastic place to be.
2: <laughs> but the evidence that he lives there with his family, he yeah. tells us. But he does, he's on that boat. Yeah oh yeah well he's looking like it's a great time Rio all I'm getting now is an image of Trevor Sinclair stroking a white cat a la Donald Pleasance masterminding an attempt to destroy the world as head of the sinister STOMP organisation
3: Rio stomp with his conspiracy theories yeah
2: here he goes again uh, Witters lovely jumper by the way that hey, is reference. in reference to my lovely yeah. ro- robot jumper thanks Witters yeah, yeah you're dressed a lot more sensibly today like that and also 18 I hate Chavs. Chavs I ate Chavs oh I, I ate Chavs I have that jumper yep checks out seems <laughs> legit <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I just added those in just there was a,
3: a lot of talk about that jumper yeah, well, it's, it's trending mean, I think
2: like I say late 30s <laughs> it's a very brave decision mid to late very brave decision mid to, to late <laughs> um, celebrity Mid-life fame oh no this
3: is my favourite one of the week I should yeah. just talk about so there's a guy uh, called Celebrities and he found a podcast we did maybe from last year that had Rio on who we just spoke about at Hugh's and he says he's a relatively new Twitter user because I look back at stuff and he says have these guys on this podcast just been let out of jail? They have no manners, RT. <laughs> what? Yeah. So these guys found an old tweet, a tweet yeah. of us and uh, then asked people to RT that uh, comment. And then I replied, Chris has spent time in Holloway uh, prison, which is also a women's prison, <laughs> which, which made me laugh. And he replied, shocking.
1: <laughs> it was a very odd conversation didn't the, the Swansea fan who first called you a lizard set up his Twitter account especially to just call you to call you a lizard you've yeah. got all these Twitter accounts out yeah. there solely to, to have a go yeah, at but you but
3: what I love about this guy was I looked back for his tweets because I was fascinated I mm. thought he might be a spoof account but I don't think he is but he's got things like he's uh, tweeting 5 star saying oh you're great band. <laughs> 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 I'm glad you're still around <laughs> stuff like that it's amazing
2: it's a bizarre account yeah. Celebrity Fame 15 yeah. on Twitter check it out oh, it's just why. funny I mean, I'm a big fan of any Twitter account that is willing to have a go at you, to be honest. Well, Especially it's you be, more anything. Well, it is me, yeah, to be fair. You have no, I
3: mentioned th- first, but... They have no manners. Yeah. He's like Buxton, Adam Buxton yeah. in his uh, retort. Um, also, we should talk about your uh, award-winning cum article.
2: <laughs> Which you firstly claim was go through it, and <laughs> so, then So it. Chris did a come article, did you read, I read it? I read it, was excellent. Know, thank yeah. you very much. All right. Get, oh, a room. No, hang on. Get a
3: room, you two. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Haven't you lost weight, <laughs> <white>, Neil? <laughs> Listen, now, next is just me and Neil on the podcast. I
3: don't even need you anymore. In a, from a hotel room.
2: <laughs> uh, uh,
3: so, you should read Chris's article. Yeah. Uh, it made me laugh because I like the idea that it is ghost written. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> you didn't like any positive feedback you got, either, if there was ever an email that you... you do did. about me. Well, I mean, well, i like to see you do well, but, I mean, you shouldn't... It, it, was, it, was, it was a
3: top... It. No, no I'm picking red. up by like this. It's most read on News Now, Yeah, right? but then you also <laughs> said
2: that that doesn't mean it's good. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know... It's a faint praise. It was
3: it was a really good article. You should read it.
2: Yeah. There okay. go. Yeah, it's not sincere in the slightest. It is. Um is. All right, let's close the feedback section off. Uh... And the good humour. <laughs> uh, we've got Sam Booth in uh, Singapore. Talking of international li- listeners, I'm hitting your shit up from Singapore. I've got so much... <laughs> Oh, my I am not Singapore. so much a hammer, but depends how extremely expensive pints are. It's currently $18 a pint, which is roughly £9.
3: Well, get here's what. If you're in Singapore, head down to Dog and Bone Pub. That's my brother's pub in Singapore. Dog and Bone, Dog Singapore. And bone. They show the... Uh, I think it's Singlap Road. Siglap Road. They yeah. show all the football. Wow. Well, it can't be 18 quid a pint.
2: Well, $18 a pint, roughly oh, £9. That? That's a pound. <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't know. £9 <laughs>
3: pound a pint. Dog so the, and Bone, get down there. Dog and Salve Bone. So, that's my brother, Alex. Singlap
2: Road. Alex Longman, yep. Singapore, get, West. It's technically a West Ham pub. Essentially, right? he should okay. get you a free pint. <laughs> yeah, just yeah, mention mention, mention, mention this mention podcast, me. and you, he'll give you a free tab. And that you liked my <laughs> robot jumper. <laughs> the code word is robot or lizard. <laughs> All right. Well, you have, you have no manners. This has been quite a, quite an upbeat, enjoyable start. Now let's bring it right down to reality. Let's talk about the West Brom game away. Look at your faces drop as soon as I mentioned that. Neil especially. Um, West Brom away. We lost 1-0, Neil. How did how did that
1: make you feel? Uh, yeah, it just seemed a game that was completely typical of the last five or six games. It was, you know... I mean, funny enough, it, we, we actually had a couple of chances in the opening few minutes and, and should have taken the lead. And it might have been a different game. Um, but as soon as West Brom got the goal, uh, um who I was particularly upset, got the goal. I don't know if you remember but when he scored at Upton Park, he yeah. deliberately celebrated right in front of the West Ham fans, completely needlessly, kind of celebrating as if we'd been giving him loads of stick. Yeah. You know, we'd, yeah. we'd never heard of the guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so I bore a bit of a grudge, so I was disappointed that he got the goal. Um, and yeah, it was just, it was on the pitch, it was it was, it was was poor. Uh, in the stands, it was another sort of poisonous atmosphere. So yeah, um, yeah bad day.
2: Yeah.
3: Um. it's funny in fact Winston Reid hadn't heard him either because uh, he said we didn't have a game plan we didn't ex- know what the team was going to be so we didn't have a game plan for any of them he came out and said that didn't he so I, I missed I just, that yeah, he, what so you just think Jesus. what really
2: uh, but I think you know. I read in that article I wrote, which was the number one most uh, read article on News Now. Um, <laughs> I read that Spurs was the final straw. But immediately after the game, I felt that like West Brom was the final straw. Just looking at those, looking at those fans. But then when I got a bit more rational and considered afterwards, I thought oh, Spurs. But looking at those fans, Neil, that big, that big 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 Sam Out banner, mm. that, and then, I mean, very vocal, challenging all his decisions, which we've kind of seen before. I mean, has the tide turned?
1: Yeah, I mean, they were, because um, mm. they were about 10 rows behind me, the guys with the banner, mm. and um, it was a funny one, because at the start of every game, everyone is kind of positive, aren't they, whoever you are, but if you turn up with a banner, <laughs>
3: you've got a bit of <laughs> yeah, an agenda yeah, there, haven't yeah, you? Yeah. You
1: are essentially waiting yeah. for the team to go 1-0 down, yeah. so you can whip your banner out, and, <laughs> yeah. you know, like t- tell everyone your, your opinion, and... Um, uh, uh, there was a lot of trouble in the stands. Actually, there was a lot of sort of uh, fights going on with stewards, which to me right. just looked like West Ham fans having too much to drink and just mm. wanting to pick a fight. But I did hear a story that some of it was about uh, West Ham fans around the guys with the banner telling them to take it down. So this is the problem when you see, when a banner comes up. Mm. That's what you see on Match of the Day. Yeah. That's what the newspapers report. And it, it is. I'm not playing down the amount of anti-Sam feeling there is, but it is two guys with a banner, and although. The crowd did get more and more vociferous as the game went on and turned more in Allardyce. It is still a minority. Nobody around me was, mm. was, was chanting that. Um, but yeah, that said, you can't get away from the fact that there is, um, there is a huge anti-Allardyce sentiment at the moment. Mm.
3: My thing is, I don't know what it would have to take for me to, have to make a banner. I mean, I hate, I
1: hate <laughs> craft. <laughs> 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 yeah. So Appa- going... The, yeah, these guys hate craft as well, but they just hate Sam that much. Uh, I was like, oh god, I want big...
3: I'm, oh, do I have to do a banner? Yeah. Where do I even get a the, the, cloth from? The is thing, it on cloth? <laughs> the
2: thing is, like f- football, <laughs> is it paint? It, football is fundamentally about <laughs> enjoyment, and you think, oh, West Ham on Saturday, even if it's, even like now where it's rubbish, I'm still thinking Spurs at home on Saturday. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. But to, to take time out of your schedule to go and make a banner, like in, like in ready, in preparation for it being awful and yeah. like because you hate it so much, it's a strange thing to do. So it sh- is a slightly odd mentality. Did we ever find, did we know, find out
3: who, where the banner came from, who they were? I mean, well, have they been on any of the sites? Is, is
2: about this it? like, do you want to turn this section into a who done it? No, I <laughs> want to turn it into... I think X Hammers magazine is like up
3: there. Essentially, I want to, uh, find out advice on how to make my own banner. <laughs> I want to turn it into <laughs> or, Blue yeah, Peter. Yeah, well, but you,
2: have, <laughs> you have got a wedding coming up, a nice bit of bunting. <laughs> do you, admi- you admire the craft? In
3: fact, Graham was talking about banners for the Come Awards, yeah. so maybe Actually, he did it. Maybe Wait we'll a minute. It. Can we
2: if you own that banner, we'll put it in the raffle for the, or the Tombola for the k and of Awards. <laughs> in the, in the Tombola's, weeks. If the
3: tombolas w- blocked! Who put a banner in it? <laughs> Lizard out! <owl. laughs>
1: um, I think that is part of just being a football fan now, isn't it? Hating your manager. That's yeah. just, you, you know, yeah. you saw it on Monday night with a Newcastle game and the Newcastle fans just absolutely loving to hate Pardew. Yeah. Um, and I think if you look outside the top eight teams in the Premier League, the bottom 12, those managers who've survived... Um, the previous Premier League season, i.e. those ones who haven't been sacked? Yeah. It's only Aladaias, Pardew, and Lambert, and in each case, their fans can't can't stand mm. them. Yeah. So it just it does almost feel just part of football now. It, yeah. It's just you know, it, unless your team is riding high, you got to hate your manager.
3: Which yeah. uh, teams you think like their managers? At the minute, other than Southampton, Southampton the only ones okay. I can think that like their managers. Chelsea, not really.
2: Yeah, don't they?
3: Oh, a couple of. Oh, were... I guess Chelsea. Oh, do. Palace. Yeah, but I don't like Pulis. They I don't, like they don't really done. like him. him. And it would take they so don't. little to. Yes. I was
1: thinking about this, like Steve Bruce at Hull. Like, what a brilliant job he's done that. Season one, promoted. Season two, mid-table. Yeah. Season three, if it starts to turn, as it did at West Ham, the Hull fans will have no time for Steve Bruce, yeah. will they? Like, nobody really likes their, likes their manager. Here we
3: go. So this, I stole this from the CUM website, and I, I, annoyingly, I didn't copy who wrote it, but it's a really good point, I think. And it's, uh, this is a problem footballs was created with its excessive cost to go. People feel entitled to something and are quick to voice dissatisfaction when things aren't exactly how they want them. What happens in August when a different bunch of fans start booing as we, as we tap it around the back four under drop? Do we sack him to please them if they take a banner? And then, some, and then someone else said, Football clubs and managers will never please fans. I fully expect Rodgers to be under pressure next season. Arsenal finish fourth and win the cup and they want Wenger gone. Managers like uh, Sean Dice and Pearson are heroes today. We hounded out by Jan. Someone on come yesterday actually said, I'd rather win 5-3 than 1-0. So if somehow all we need to do is choose how we win, how on earth do you keep that Mm. sort of thinking on side, whoever the manager is? Is it just football? Let's just cancel football.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's a tough one. I mean, this feels like a good point, a good moment to talk about the poll in terms of how people feel so... So a bit of background to this, just in case you are unaware, but uh, all the main West Ham sites got together, led by Ian Dale, as Neil knows, uh, and Ian Dale asked them all to put a poll on their website in which people could vote uh, in certain state, whether they were a season ticket holder, a casual fan, and then asked, and then answered the question of whether they thought Big Sam should stay or go. So 7795 percent of people said big sam should go only 22.05 uh, percent of people said he should stay okay so out of 12 and a half thousand people out it. of people um
3: and i'm just going to put it into a little bit of context yeah. so that 27 percent of those were season ticket holders yeah which
2: is uh,
1: just over three thousand.
2: yeah so one of the West Ham fan sites not to feature the poll which is self nil
1: as far as I know, I was the only one. I think. Oh, yeah, uh, really? Quite, yeah, yeah, okay. I, yeah. I think everybody else was uh, Ian. Just tell me what to do, and all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah, he sent this, he sent this uh, email. I about to about um, uh, fifteen of us. Um, it, it was. I mean, it's quite funny the way he phrased it. He said he'd obviously got angry watching an episode of Goals on Sunday. Uh, Sam had said the wrong. Sam had slagged off Twitter, and you know, never slag off Twitter. Whoa. Um And so he'd sent Ian Dale sent this email around saying, I've set up this survey monkey poll. Mm. Uh, it's important. It doesn't look like it's just my initiative, so we all need to put it on our blogs. Well, clearly, clearly, Ian, it is your initiative because you're emailing us, telling us, mm. telling us you've done it. Um, and then I, I, I kind of sent a polite email back, uh, which you can read on my blog if you so desire, uh, giving my reasons why I, um, uh, why I wouldn't be doing the poll. But as far as I know, I was, I was about, about the only one who didn't.
2: Yeah. So my problem with the poll is obviously you're more inclined to vote if you're anti-Sam, I think. Yep. And I mean, it doesn't do us any favors, do it? And I like, I think fundamentally you shouldn't really let the fans decide Unless it, that, it reaches that all out mutiny stuff.
3: Well, because no fans agree on yeah. what the course of action is. That's why yeah. you don't have a community football club running it, because nobody agrees on one one way of working, do they? Right, so if we got loud happy. drop in, yeah. you give it two months and we lose a few, people want loud drop out, because we're tipping yeah. it, as that guy says, we're, we're knocking it around at the back. You know, you get in... Give it a few months and a bad run, and they're going to be annoyed at Moyes. They'll be the next Moyes out thread. I mean, there's no way of winning. That's what gets me down a little bit. There's just no way of winning about it all. And also, as Graham pointed out, um, both of the polls, one was in January they did about Allardyce, and essentially it was 50.5% in favour of sticking with him and 49.5% against um, and now it's turned around to seventy-seven point nine five twenty-two. Both polls were taken during bad runs. I think that's quite relevant as well because, as you say, people generally don't go on forums and go, "I love life." <laughs> they generally go, "It's the same." you yeah. know, working TV. If your show is shit, and often yeah, maybe yes. not obviously not mine, but others, Check people, people don't go on, on. People don't go on like digital <laughs> spine stuff, going, "What a wonderful show!" They go, "This is a piece of shit," and they're furious about it.
1: And to be honest, that is yeah. I mean, would Ian Dale have done that poll after the playoff final after we got promoted? Well, no, yeah. he wouldn't have done it. <clears throat> we got a positive result. Would he have done it at the end of the season when we finished mid-table? Would he have done it at the end of February where we'd uh, won four games in a row? He, he wouldn't have done any of those. And he's—I've never listened to his radio program, but I think it's a talk program that yeah. is basically designed to get people to disagree with each other. It's, it's get one person with one viewpoint, let's get another person with the opposite viewpoint, let's let them argue about it for hour. They still don't agree. Yeah. What have we learned? Fuck all. And I kind of felt. <laughs> I I kind of felt a bit annoyed that he kind of dragged our club into this you know this this pointless arguing because because this why the poll didn't make any sense he objected to Allardyce saying that I'm not going to place too much emphasis on what people say on Twitter because you can't tell if they're genuine fans who go to the game well there's nothing wrong with saying that Allardyce might come across a bit arrogant as he says it and Mm. people don't necessarily like that but there's nothing wrong with saying that so for Indale to respond by then doing a poll on social media. I don't think Sam is gonna turn around and say, Oh no, you got me there. Yeah, yeah. yeah you've, you've 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 proved me wrong. Yeah.
3: Bubbles Bubbles sixty six said, uh it was only three months ago that the numbers were fifty fifty. <coughs> that shows how flaky a large percentage of voters are and how quickly they change their minds. The owners need to keep their eye on the big picture, not a short term response to the latest couple of results. Twenty five percent are pro allies, twenty five percent are anti, the rest are reacting to results.
2: Yeah good point yeah it is a good point I mean the three of us are, I would consider quite sensible people in, term, in terms of supporting West Ham let's sort this out now does Big Sam there's three of us I'll be Karen Brady you can be gold whether you can be gold you Sullivan well I'm not having sex with you Neil, okay. Even if Neil you can is be Karen majority Brady. shareholder David Sullivan <laughs> okay. does, does Big Sam go
1: I, I hate to sit on the fence, but but I, but I do. The, the question that I would love to yeah. know, because because this might be something that David Sullivan's weighing yeah. up, is what are the alternatives? Because to me, that's what mm-hmm. it comes down to. Yes. If if you'd said to me at uh, the first half of this season, should Alan Dice be the West Ham manager? I would have said definitively yes. So I'll admit that now, with everything that's happened this season, I don't feel definitive about it, and I, I am open minded to the idea of somebody with new ideas coming in. I'm totally open minded to that. But it does have to be the right person. And I don't, and I don't know who the, who the realistic options are. You look at... I mean, it's an obvious thing to say, but you look at Southampton with Pochettino. I, you know, I hadn't heard of the guy, but it turns out he was a great... Um, yeah. You know, he was a great uh, recruit. I just don't know. One of my fears is I just don't know if I trust Golden Sullivan to get the right man in. You look at the managers yeah. they've appointed over the years. Yeah. Barry Fry, Trevor Francis, Alex McLeish, yeah. Avram Grant... I'm worried that we probably won't get the next Pochettino. We'll probably get Glenn Hoddle.
3: Um, just okay. hearing that list made me throw up in my. Mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm lucky I'm wearing a nappy. Because I've, just, I've covered myself my own shit.
2: <laughs> um, uh, James, what, what, how do you, what are your feelings? Does he go? You, you can't sit on the fence. Yeah, yeah, because like, they're going to have to make a decision. Inaction is a form of action.
3: Okay. So here's, so I was getting an argument with Dan, who's been, who's, uh, called in a few times in his podcast, um, who I class as a friend, but he's quite miserable about everything anyway. And he always particularly picks on me because he's like, Oh, how's your boyfriend Sam doing in fury on Twitter? And I'm like, my point of view is I would love us to have a manager who's knocking it around. We're playing great football. We're scoring beautiful goals. We're winning every week. That's what I would love. But the reality of a situation is we don't have that, and we're kind of we are where we are with it. Should he stay? Part, because it's been so anti-Eladice of late. I'm thinking, give him another season because yeah. I think he's he's done exactly what he's been asked. He got us up. He's kept us in a premiership. You know, it's been a dreadful season, but we're not in a relegation dogfight. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's been I we're I... not we're safe. Yeah, Norwich I... going to win We're we're not shitting ourselves, are we? With essentially, he's done what has been asked of him, and I hate to say it, but if I was in the job and I'd done what had been asked of me, why should I be but sacked? Why should everyone be against I th- me?
1: I think if you're being balanced about it, you would give him another season. You would look at it yeah. and you would say, season one, promoted. Season two, overachieved, mid-table. Season three, took a step back. Yeah. Probably mm-hmm. worth the benefit of the doubt for a, for another season, but it's just whether or not you think he can um, put things right yeah. and and... Undo a lot of the the bad that he's done in terms of bad signings and inability to make us um, more than one dimensional. So I do I do kind of you know it's not like I, I don't have sympathy with the with the seventy seven percent if that's a, a true number. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't I do you know I do have a bit of sympathy with people who are tired. You know I'm, I'm giving up my season ticket for one. But I, th- I think it is, you know, is what James says. It's just the, it's like the anger of the feeling that people have got about it. It's just so disproportionate to what he's actually done. Like the bad style of football. He's not trying to sabotage our club. Mm. You know, he thinks that with the players he's got, with the resources he's got, that is the best way to win games mm. of football. And I completely get it if people disagree. But the anger and being at the Hawthorns on Saturday is, you know, with, like I say, it was a minority, but a couple of hundred fans screaming, fuck off Sam Allardyce. Mm that's completely disproportionate. It's not, you know, the man might be a little bit arrogant, but he, do- he doesn't really deserve that kind of abuse. And it's that kind of thing that, 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 that makes me think, actually, no, let's stick with him just to spite <laughs> the
3: idiots. No, and that's what, I mean, that's eloquently put, yeah, and that's yeah. kind of how I feel about it. Yeah. But, uh, but my, kids, know, my kids We said say, it, well, we're, all, we're all, all three of us are the same. Yeah. We're so schizophrenic about it. We just want to feel a little bit of hope. That yeah. girl, we said it, that Goals on Sunday interview got me down a bit because it just felt like there was no hope the way he spoke about just Nolan and Carroll continuing for mm. years. Just give us a glimmer of hope. You know, and maybe mm. this summer's the time for the chairman to actually go, right, you know, we've kind of, he's been out there, we've thrown him to wolves a little bit here, let's spend some money. But then mm. you get into, can he spend, you know, he, he hasn't made the right. right, can he spend the money right? You don't... Yeah.
2: I don't know. <laughs> the other thing is I, I think Neil at this moment in time it's right to say okay stick with him but we've got to play Spurs and Man City and we could get our asses handed to us especially on Saturday against Spurs because if we if we get thumped and you have the whole I can easily imagine everyone losing their shit after bark on Saturday if we get thumped by Spurs I I can't see how you can come back from how you can say to him carry on if everyone was to go mental. It's just that.
1: such a difficult position for, for Golden Sullivan to be in though, isn't it? Cause it, cause we're not the ones that have to make the decision and bear that consequence. Yeah. Cause, cause you're right. If we, if we get hammered by Spurs, yeah. you know, there'll be a part of me that's saying, you know, I, I can't, I can't keep watching this. Um, yeah. but it is Golden Sullivan that are, are tasked with, you know, doing the best thing for our club. And actually, like the chances are under Allardyce, he will keep us up next yeah. season. getting entertainment, he'll probably keep us up. But they've got to decide if he, if he goes, who's going to be a better person to come in. And as you touched on before, if you ask West Ham fans, any given person, you'll probably struggle to get 50% of West Ham fans agreed on that person. They'd all be, like, you know, um, Loudrup, yeah, sort of about 30%, or, you know, Malkin Mackay, about 30% will be in favour. West Ham fans don't agree on this. I said, slightly tongue-in-cheek, but I thought it was an idea, um, about Tim Sherwood, given that he's got one of the best, uh, win ratios at Tottenham out of the last few managers, and he does play, you know, attacking football. Wow. Why not him? Well, you can imagine the response on Twitter, everybody's saying, well no, that's, that's a crap idea. And that's how it's gonna be. We are not gonna get a manager in who will unite the fans.
2: Um... Harry up no, James? It's
3: not funny, yet. actually. His, <laughs> his um, at-WHU stuff said, because um, he you know, he was going on about stuff yesterday with his quite good stats, actually, and he said, uh, let's end the day of Angelotti's comments on West Ham three years ago. Yes. I would coach West Ham. Why not? <laughs> I, I love that. So Angelotti's probably in. He's in the Champions League final now. Could be us. Yeah. <laughs> you made the wrong call. Um, but even, like, everyone goes on about Laudrup. Let's not delve too deep into options, but like the Swansea fans I know were saying and everyone he's been at he'll, he's interested for a year and he's not boffered you know do we want that? Mm-hmm. What, I don't know what we want really no one can really answer we want to win games we want to win it in a nice style or maybe we want to lose games but we lose valiantly maybe we want to be in a championship and yeah. people go yeah but we, we win in a championship and yeah but it's just dog shit football. <laughs> yeah. You know, against shitter yeah. teams. We
2: play as shit, just shitter teams. I the, the, the one thing that annoys me about all this is like this revision of history. Everyone's going about, oh Zola should have been given more time. We should have given Zola, we were playing some great stuff that year. No, you weren't. We weren't.
3: It was well, it some was, dreadful it was stuff. Probably. It was As we worse said than last this. week that Wolves match was the worst I've ever seen. Yeah, the
1: yeah absolutely. I was going. I was going mad. At that. I was kind of shouting towards the dugout yeah. During, yeah. during that match when, he went, when we went three 0 down yeah. and Wolf just went 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 straight through us. You know, whereas. Zola never would get the abuse that even though his team was more hopeless than Allardyce's <laughs> yeah. Zola would never get that kind of abuse because it's perception isn't it yeah, yeah. Zola's not the Dower the Dower yeah, Northern yeah, yeah, bloke yeah, the Dower yeah. Northern bloke you can say what you like because he doesn't about him. it doesn't look like it hurts him exactly Yeah.
3: yeah. yeah. And whereas Zola was you someone said about crumple. Steve Clark actually it looked like it was a weekend at Bernice like they had both passed away <laughs> <laughs> which was, was, was a that was, was a brilliant comment. Steve Clark didn't. He was the biggest disappointment, like wasn't me. he? Because we were all excited about Steve Clark, and he's just, those last few matches are just sat on the bench, like, <laughs> <We laughs> grey and old.
2: That is my favourite ever joke. Oh, if, on you this don't know,
3: if you don't know, it's not mine. I, t- I can't remember where I got it. That's someone else's, so I don't, don't take that uh, if But if you haven't watched Weekend at Bernie's, look it up. It's actually about, a really actually, good yeah, fun. I've, good I've fun. never fun. watched it, I'm good to it now. It's equal.
2: the sequel when he, he keeps dancing
3: yeah. to the music. <laughs> Essentially, they're at Bernie's, Bernie dies, <laughs> and they uh have to pretend Bernie's alive. <laughs> well then, next then, week I'll tell you about Big Mama's House 3 <laughs> um, The
2: week in the Money is a genuinely good film
0: yeah, it is have seen the sequel it's well.
3: a proper 80s film isn't yeah. it but they have to pretend he's still alive well, so no, they're, they're, they put like hats on him and walk him out and stuff.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah and glasses on but isn't it it's a bit where he pulls it's yeah. in the sequel he's dead and he pulls some bird <laughs> Oh, what a great film. Yeah. is it? it? Weekend of
3: Burnis. Uh, but that was about Steve Clark, And it is that. Yeah. It is because they've got that hangdog expression, whereas <laughs> Allardyce that? never says sorry. Well, in fact, yeah. this week's the first time he's kind of said, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's my fault. But he's just got that arrogance about him, mm. which sometimes you need, don't you? But well, not when you're losing 1-0 to it,
1: West Front. Well, that's the problem. I guess it comes back to bite you, doesn't it? But I, I think... He's a Premier League manager. You kind of want him to have a little bit of arrogance. I mean, that's what frustrated yeah. me about uh, Grant and Zola, that they, or, or Glenn Roder, that they had zero of that. Yeah. But you do get the impression that a section of fans do kind of prefer that kind of, you know, like, we're West Ham, let's not have that kind of yeah. bravado. But... but then
3: I always find about sportsmen, like everyone's like, oh, because we've always been shit as a country at sport. And the, the guys that are good at sport are a bit arrogant. And I like that because I think, why not? Why can't we be a bit arrogant about I stuff? I think it's
2: fine for a player to be arrogant. It's not fine... I don't know. What about Mourinho? As you said... I, mean, like, that's a good point, actually, yeah, I was thinking of that as soon as I said it. I enjoyed Ferguson, that. I was. I loved that.
3: All, all the top...
2: Not all of them. Majority are pretty arrogant. But you can be arrogant when you're winning. Yeah. But we're not winning. So and it, and it still feels like he's being arrogant. Yeah.
1: And I have to be honest. I remember going to the Fans Forum back in November, December. uh The Q&A with Allardyce and Nolan. Mm. And Allardyce didn't come across well. I mean that's the only time I've actually been in a room with him and he didn't come across well. He was very like when a fan asked a question he was really defensive, uh, a bit a bit pedantic. So I did see a little bit of of that genuine arrogance But then they said
0: the
3: players, by all accounts, from behind the scenes, people really like him, and also uh, the press like him. Those, apparently, those press conferences, they, they he comes across as a wicked bloke. We, they we, all seem to like we him. We
2: had a highly placed club uh, source in the club say to us, "He's not the sort of bloke you'd have a pint with." No, Yeager bombs. We, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're on fire today. <laughs> Excellent. Well, joining us now on the podcast, it's the birthday boy himself. Hopefully yeah. he, he might had the lung capacity to blow all his candles out on the cake. Welcome to the show, Graham Howlett. Yeah, thanks for
0: that. Welcome, <laughs> boy. Uh, How
2: right. Has he aged <laughs> another year since last week? No, no. Was it his birthday last week? Well, he's still technically <laughs> within the birthday.
0: <laughs> within range. I'm still the same age like I was last week, yeah. <laughs> but uh, thank, thank you. I, I just, 73. I just want to thank you for your... Um, pardon? 72? <laughs> <laughs> right. If I live that long, I'll be well happy, honestly. But, uh, no, I just, I just really want to thank you for your... Um, for your birthday messages on the podcast last oh. week, you pair of bastards. <laughs> well, thank you very much.
1: <laughs> it
2: was our pleasure. It was our pleasure. Oh,
0: uh, I had a lovely time. No, we went out for, we went out with the family and we did some family stuff, so oh, it was great. Beautiful. It was uh, it was very, very nice. What thank a
2: lovely you. settled home life you must
0: have. Indeed, indeed. It's like a sitcom. <laughs>
2: Um, well, let's talk about the, the poll, the, the West Ham poll that was uh, featured on KUMB last week. Um, yeah. What what was your interpretation?
0: I think, judging that against the two, um, we, we obviously did a poll um, back in January um, when West Ham were in the bottom three. And that poll came out, I mean, that was KUMB members only. Um, and that poll came out 51-49 in favour of, of Allardyce. Um, so, basically what we've seen, did then, is a swing of sort of 1 in 4 without trying to come over all John Snow, um, towards, um you know, the airbags out of that season. Um, we're looking at sort of 3 and 4 now, aren't we, as opposed to sort of, you know, half, half the boat and really uh, not supporting him any longer. I think what that says to me, Chris, is that we've got, there's this sort of a, a section of the support that are, um, fairly entrenched in their view that they don't want our advice here they probably never wanted him here in the first place um, and they're not going to change whatever happens um, I think you've probably got a similar amount who are supportive of West Ham the football club regardless of their management um, and will back whatever the club's doing and that leaves sort of half of you know half of the fan base as, as, as a fighting contingent I think what you're seeing I mean I could be wrong but this is just my interpretation um, is that uh, the vast majority of those have now sort of gone in favour of, of uh, Nugent and I saw. Um, of course, well, you know, it, it has to be pointed out that the poll was taken at a particularly... Well, both polls, actually, were taken at a bad times for I mean, as you said, the first one, a January poll on KU&B was taken um, when we were in the bottom three or on the verge of it anyway. And, of course, this, this most recent poll that went across 16 sites, blogs, um and, and other bit of a, uhm, anti you know, it, it, it's, it's come on the back of three defeats, and obviously, while the is still running with your stuff at, um West Brom, so, you know, it, 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 it probably, to, to get a, a more accurate assessment, I think, of what the whole fan base feels would, would have been to do it at the end of the season. I think, looking back in retrospect at that, um but you know it it, it, so so it's really difficult i mean obviously there is a there is an awful lot of people out there who are unhappy with the way things are you know i think most people are fairly unhappy with the season yeah i mean you have to be you know uh to be be happy with everything that's gone this season but um yeah i I mean that's just my interpretation i think there's a lot of people that can easily be swung i think if you've done that poll um, after the playoff final, it probably would have been the other way around, you know, 75-25. But this is football, as we know. People, you know, people have got the, the memory of, of goldfish football fans mostly. Um, they don't care about what happened last season or the season prior to that. It's all about this season or the last few games. Um, it, it, you know, it, it's all about instant gratification again. I suppose that comes into it a bit. And uh, I, I don't know. But I, I think that's what we've got. I mean, that, that was just my interpretation is that, you know, there is, there is a, there are some that, that would, would back him the go. some that, you know, even if he won the Premier League, he still want Isaac. Mm. I think the rest are just, you know, they, they, they're going with what's happening at the side. Um, so, yeah, I think uh, that, that's, that sums it up pretty well, I guess. Yeah.
2: Um, but, I mean, in terms... So we've kind of had this discussion about should he go? Where do yeah. you currently sit in that debate?
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm still I'm still with Sam. I, I'm, I'm up for giving him another year. Um, you know, his contract is out next year anyway, and mm. so if he doesn't perform, he'll be out on his year anyway. Yeah.
2: Um,
0: but I'm, 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 I'm all up to giving him that extra year to, to see what I can do in, in, in recognition of what he's done over the three years. I mean, this club is about £100 million richer, um, because of, uh, you know, what, uh, what Sam's mm. achieved over the last three years. We forget what, what dire straits we were in when he came in. You know, we've just been relegated. We've lost Scotty Parker. Mm. Um, Sam come in and he brought Nolan in, and you know, I know he's getting a, um, a rough ride from the fans at the moment but he's been a good player for us Kevin Nolan and he's been a very good captain as well um, you know people don't always see that when he's only scoring five goals a year but I think overall he's been good for us so, so yeah so to, to cut a long story so yeah I'm, I'm still there I'm still there
2: OK well I mean um, in terms of I mean this season hasn't been a great one as we've established however it's going to end on a high note with the KUMB live awards tickets on sale flying out the door Graham how much are you looking forward to that night
0: I, I cannot wait for this. Um, you know, when when uh, and people won't know this, but um, the the the, uh, the suggestion to do this was first mooted by my uh, Chris and James uh, in the studio. Um, I had reservations, but they were but you guys were obviously quite keen to do it. Um, And it's going to be great. I mean, it should be a really good night. We've obviously got Frankie Machiavelli, Mm -hmm. uh, Martin Allen, Jeremy Nicholas. We might even be able to squeeze in one or two more surprises. I won't say anything about that in case it doesn't happen. But uh, yeah, it should be a really, really good night. I'm really looking forward to it. It's going to be a packed house at the uh, East Ham Working Men's Club. Yes. Uh, Obviously, you two guys are going to be there holding it all together. Of course. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah, I'll just say a piece. If you haven't got your tickets yet... um, they're a tenner, you, you know. You've got nothing to lose. It's a shit night, you can go out <laughs> after and, and, and go down, yep. you know, go to the pub on the way home. You've not lost anything. It's around the drink. Come down, it's going to be a terrific night. Um, yeah. We're all really looking forward to it. And obviously, you get to see who wins the awards first of all. Of course, first so, um, hand. Um, it's uh, it's going to be a cracker. So yeah, uh, you know, if, if people haven't got their ticket yet, they're on kumb Just go to the homepage, the link there um, to to do that. Um, and we uh, obviously we hope to see everyone
3: there and of
2: nice course, one yeah and of course i mean the big the big highlight for uh, listeners of this podcast and readers of KUMB you're going to be there in the flesh unmasked unclothed i'm going to be
0: there <laughs> I, I might wear a mask yet i'm not sure i haven't decided yet <laughs> unclothed. Perhaps I can wear a, a comedy uh outfit of some sorts. But yeah, no, I should be there and all the all the all the other guys will be there as well. Uh going to be there, um Big Chads will be there. The, the big awesome. man can be there, Romford. Rio's gonna be there as well. Um Chorps, hopefully is gonna be the there. Faces. All the faces.
3: All, all the faces. Yeah, all the
0: guys that have been on the podcast. Amazing. um some of the guests, obviously Frankie Matt, you know, and they Hammond have both been on there. So yeah, and, and obviously you two guys, um, and I'm sure you're working hard to make sure it's going to be a cracking night for everybody. It will be.
3: Yeah, I'll wear my robot jumper. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the robot jumper's coming out. What
2: in
3: what the one? One? It's <laughs> the second prize in the round. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Cheers, cheers, man.
0: No, it's going to be a terrific night, and, and you know, as I say, if, if, if anyone's sort of uh, thinking about it, um, take the plunge, uh, buy your tickets, come along and, and meet us all, and uh, we'll, we'll all have a good laugh and put this season to bed once and for all.
2: Absolutely. Fantastic, right. and you're 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 here in the
3: studio next week.
0: I'm yeah. I'm with you guys. Right, next week. Yeah. I'm coming down to down to Soho. Um, so uh, looking forward to that as well. It'll be my first appearance for a while. So, um, You'll be able to use yeah, your I'll
2: Freedom be. Pass, getting on the buses
0: <laughs> and trains. I <laughs> mean
2: You'll be able to use your Freedom Pass. Yeah,
0: yes, yeah. It's, it's a rare thing. I've, I've been saving up brownie points for the last <laughs> two months, and uh, I'm uh, I'm out. So uh, yeah, it's all good. It's all yeah, good.
2: Amazing. All right then. <laughs> speak to you soon cheers cheers
0: bye he uh, talks well. a lot of sense
3: does very he's, well what is really interesting is the thing I always take away from when he talks about it is that it's the venom is specifically relevant to John Lyle's final season that is a, that is so because everyone's yeah. always like yeah it didn't used to be like this and fans John Lyle fans we used fans to love John Lyle but and yeah. John all other managers have out. it yeah. they, they, essentially it's It was that, then that breaks your heart a little bit, doesn't it? You think it's not just there are no heroes. There There are are no no heroes.
2: Yeah, I think it was. No, I read Alex Ferguson's book a couple of months ago, and he made a good point in that that everyone's fallible. Like he, he kind of admitted in the book that he was like he thought sometimes it was all an illusion that power, all his power was an illusion, and that he wasn't really ever never felt secure in himself. Whereas everyone else felt like he was this, you know, infallible manager who never got things wrong.
3: Yeah. Was that Alex Ferguson's book or Danielle Westbrook? I can't uh, remember. It
2: I can't remember. It had lift-up flats. It might have been spot the dog. I can't remember. I can't recall. Is that it.
3: Jordan's third
2: book? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. All right. Um, so let's we do some. Uh, we we'll do some other West Ham news now. Yeah. The Ian Bishop competition is still running strong. Yeah. Uh, BlueMoonIntl.com. If, if you go onto BlueMoonIntl.com, I N T L, you can buy a signed postcard of Ian Bishop, answer ten questions, and be in with the chance of winning two nights' accommodation, box tickets for West Ham versus Man City, and dinner. Neil, why? Uh, what is funny about that?
1: So I, I didn't realize you were going to move on from just winning the postcard sort of thing. Was, uh, um, but, but no, that, that that sounds that sounds quite good. If you, <coughs> uh, w- watching the game itself is probably the booby prize, yeah, but uh, the, exactly. the, the the meal could be good.
2: <laughs> and you'll guarantee to get a signed po- uh, postcard of Ian Bishop. Of the bishop. Of the bishop. Uh, come podcast ledge. It is, yeah.
1: Do you know I once yeah. uh, when I was a kid it's i like, embarrassing I'm regretting telling it before I even started <laughs> but I was about 10 or 11 and I made my dad a birthday card and I drew the birthday card was Ian Bishop I drew a picture of um Ian, ian bishop next time at my dad's house i will take a picture and and, and tweet it yeah do <laughs>
2: How bad to see did, it. It? did you get the mullet was it a mullet yeah in... yeah, absolutely i
1: think mean, that's why i did it because he was like the easiest player to draw quite distinctively because you know I, I was crap at drawing but i could yeah. give the bloke long hair so my dad would be like oh yeah, bishop you get the hair down you're most of the way there uh, uh we
2: should
3: mention also um i've been tweeted today by nick davis and on, on on twitter uh his brother jack they're both season ticket holders uh Jack's running for Great Ormond Street, so if you do have a few pennies, he's on justgiving.com dot uh, forward slash Jack uh, Davies ninety four. Absolutely, good one. So get involved, um, so that's uh, Nick, uh, Nick and Jack. It's so on, a one good is... cause, Great Ormond Street. What a wicked cause! <coughs> a good
1: cause, Great Ormond
3: so Street. It's, yeah, Jack Davies ninety four on Just Given.
2: Yes, one, a uh, couple of last things to talk about. Firstly, I thought it was interesting, Neil. You tweeted this week. That you said there was three people you wish weren't West Ham fans. One of them was i think two of the three top three was Ian Dale, who was the third who was the third one? I think it was
1: it was Ian Dale, yeah uh, one. it was Danny Dyer, yeah. And then really anybody off of EastEnders. <laughs> I mean, I don't really watch it, but you know, when at half time they drag somebody out, um, who's just a random member of, East um, EastEnders, or somebody from Towie, yeah. and, and you, and you just groan and you think, oh, I just don't want to be Amy Charles, she's yeah. West Ham, <clears> throat> throat> She did, yeah. she came on Women in the Championship, she came on, um, I think she was doing some Channel 5 uh, uh, documentary and she came on. Right, enemies or something. With one of the other cast. <clears throat>
3: I try, actually tried to get her to yeah. call in. Yeah. So someone at work is mates with her and I tried to get in. She, yeah. she, apparently she replies to everything
2: he asks. Really? <laughs> and then he
3: asks, would you come on to West Ham podcast? And, <laughs> and she, she was not like, reply. No. <laughs> She'd do anything but that. Didn't reply.
2: <laughs> I would do when... um
3: I The chemistry it... <laughs> would be too much. That's the worry. But then yeah.
1: there were some good ones as well. Like I think having Russell Brand. I used to love oh, it like when he used actually. to do, when he used to do the, uh, the the column in The Guardian. That was, that, that was fantastic. Um, yeah. And probably, Fans are torn on this, but I quite like James Corden as well because, yeah. like, t- yeah. he talked—he talked about his story of how he became a fan and so on. You know,
2: he was on this podcast at the start of the season, giving his predictions. Yep, um, in. But in terms of West Ham fans, I'm not a massive <coughs> fan of. There's one in particular. Um, I'm going to talk about Moose for a second because a few games ago, we were in—we uh, were in like a, one of the lounges, and James went up to Moose to say, "Oh, thanks very much for coming on the podcast. I've never seen someone so spectacularly mugged off in my life." <laughs> It was horrific. Moose went, yeah, yeah, whatever. And they're like, <laughs> to To be I mean, fair, he didn't go,
3: yeah, yeah, whatever.
2: He, he didn't even say anything. I think he was muttered. He no, didn't even muttered. I, in fact, this I is a story it. that
3: I, you didn't. You were. Ch- I, this is a story that I've told you that you relish because you've turned it into big rejection. <laughs> I, mean, Moose just... I was very polite and wanted to thank him for calling into the podcast. Yeah. And then what happened? And he uh, he, he shook my hand. He, there was indifference, and he turned back to Phil Parks. <laughs> <laughs> Who he was that with? I,
2: I,
1: mean, I like Moose. I, I I like the fleece that he wears all the time. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sure. I mi- like him anymore. It was
1: a minor mugging off.
2: I mean, I'm not sure i of Moose anymore after that. After what he did to you.
3: I'm a fan of his um, pictures at uh, Only when he goes tourist the... spots around the around <laughs> Europe. He, Moose's first ever holiday.
2: Here I am in Paris outside the Eiffel Tower. Here I am in the club shop. I've never been abroad before. Look at all the Come on, mate. <laughs> You're a grown-up. <laughs> what I'm is he? Mid-40s? We don't need an update every time he gets a plane <coughs> somewhere.
1: <laughs> I only became aware of him a few years ago when he wrote something in the programme, uh, in like, in praise of Frank Lampard, Frank yeah. Lampard Jr. So I just wrote in this long email sort of listing the reasons why actually you shouldn't praise Frank Lampard, yeah. um, and he just sent me some kind of polite email back along the lines of football's all about opinions, isn't it? I was like, well, it is, when it say when it comes to Frank Lampard, yeah. in which case yeah. you, you're wrong and I'm right. <laughs> <laughs>
2: and his football's also about all mugging off James Longman as well, apparently, uh, according to it? Too soon the other thing the other thing is that he just tweets stuff late all the time he like,
3: he's always a couple of, he's at least five minutes out of every uh, yeah. football score
2: <laughs> Queen Victoria taken ill my sources tell me <laughs> oh thanks Moose thanks for that he, he said so, Your Star Wars is going to be big <laughs> look out for it <laughs> watch out look out for it yeah, he's, yeah. A little, he's a little bit late David Moyes it, David Moyes to get the sack you heard it here first thanks Moose thanks for that glad to follow you <laughs> <laughs> um, alright, I'm putting him on you the You can always list. unfollow. <laughs> um, what else can we talk about? Okay. Um, we have predictions. Oh, we oh, should no, mention. Before, uh, before that, actually. New um, Zealand. We've had the Sydney Hammers in, in touch. Daniel Commons. Just thought I would say hi from Australia. Lately, it's not been such great news with the Hammers and this beautiful game in this country of ours with the tragic passing of Dylan Tumbides. Uh, as a way to raise some awareness and fundraise for the charity, the Sydney Hammers have organised a game against Crystal Palace supporters group on the 11th of April. That's not right, is it? No. <laughs> it must be 11th of May. I in of, the past. 11th of May at 5pm. Uh, 11th of May at 4pm here in Sydney as an overseas based uh, supporters group. We struggle to gain traction and exposure within the West Ham community and what we have planned. I really think could use some backing and promoting from you guys as, as you have a lot of listeners, a lot of people may be able to help make this a success. So that's the Sydney Hammers versus the Crystal Palace uh, supporters club, Um in Sydney. What they would like is if you could if you would perhaps get in touch and if you could offer some signed merchandise or support it in any way or tweet them, um, you can go to Sydney Hammers. I think they have a Twitter feed and Daniel Commons in particular. You could email. Maybe them.
3: the Crystal Palace supporters team could donate the eagle <laughs> or the crystals. The, charity. But the, <laughs> the eagle could fly there. I've seen Lord of the Rings. The eagle okay. can fly that distance
2: quick. Absolutely. So <laughs> anything you can do to help. And you can fly Hammers.
3: on the back of it. I've seen that in Lord of the
2: Rings. Yeah. If anything you can do I'm on now, I'm, I'm, to help, I'm off now. <laughs> to help the Sydney Hammers, <laughs> then do so. They're the Sydney Hammers uh, Sports Club in Sydney. Just help them in any way yes, you can. Yes, that's, a very, a, so that's
3: course. a very good cause. I shouldn't make uh, lights of the eagle. Uh, essentially, I'm trying to piss out Crystal Palace. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Just say <like> that. <laughs> Just say like they've got an Eagle, that's the end.
3: Will the Crystal Palace supporters team have someone in a shell suit and cap well, uh, we, as their manager?
2: We can only hope. Um, let's do predictions now. Um one of Big Sam's uh, goals in the last eight games was to affect the title race. We have done that by handing over so many <laughs> points. We've um, <It> definitely <laughs>
3: affected the relegation race by getting West Brom out of it. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. Um, so <laughs> and near, Palace. So because... Neil got, got Spurs on uh, Saturday and then Man City away. Are
1: we going to win? Either uh, of those. Um, I think we've got a chance against Tottenham, yeah. I think... Um, I mean, the one thing you can say about the last few games, unless I'm completely wrong, is we've only tend to, <clears throat> excuse me, lost by the odd goal, haven't we? We've never, we've never really been out of a game. So I feel like we are due to just have a little bit of luck. And I think it will come down to the first goal. I think, I think I worry if we concede early and the atmosphere just absolutely, you know, turns the wrong way. Oh. But if we do, if we do nick a first goal, um, Andy Carroll, no pressure, um, I reckon we could, I reckon we could beat Tottenham. Yeah.
2: James, do you share that opinion? I think, um,
3: Six points. You're mental, <laughs> at least. <laughs>
1: at, <laughs> at least
2: dinner, have you six or seven points. Head? I think yeah. <laughs> There's seven points in the last game.
3: Uh, what about because we win with such flair and entertainment, we get awarded extra points.
2: And I just, six. Hope, I just hope it's not really poisonous. It's the last home game of the season. Traditionally, it's always a bit fun. Yeah, but it couldn't really not be fun. No.
3: But look, I'm going to always on the optimistic side. This was a fixture that we were saying at the start of a season. If we're in a relegation fight, Spurs could send us down. Do you remember yeah. that? It's conversation we had, oh. and they're not going to. Well, unless Norwich, Norwich win, and Fulham win. 15-0. Fulham can't touch us. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. And Twice. Seven, eight, eight, eight. Norwich won't. We're fine. We're not going to get relegated, but Do Tottenham you know, could have sent us down. So that? I'm going to rejoice in the fact they're not sending us down. They've had a shit season. Yeah. We've had a shit season. Onwards and upwards. 4-0 West End.
2: Do you know what I'm looking I- forward to? is like the final, finals, hopefully we stay to the final whistle and don't go early because it's been hammered so much. But we listen won't. to that final whistle and hearing Norwich have drawn or lost. Yeah, That for me is <laughs> yeah. like last day of school. That is like, all right, I'm signing off now for months.
1: I just the idea that we beat Tottenham three times in a season and I was at yeah. both the White Hart Lane matches um, earlier in the season. I would just absolutely love the idea of us having beaten them yeah. three times. That would go some way to make up for all the... The dross in the rest of the season. So I, I don't know how you can't not be up for that game. And you know what? If you're going to that game feeling a bit angry and a bit negative, channel time. channel it at the at the Tottenham players and fans. Don't channel it to, to at our guys.
3: Yeah. Well. I'm halfway through making this banner out
2: back. So <laughs> <laughs> I'll throw that away, yeah. shall I? <laughs> Excellent. All right, <laughs> let's wrap it up. Neil, thank you very much for joining us. Cheers. You can follow Neil on, on West Ham. And you've also got the amazing blog, which uh, the URL... Uh, Don't worry about uh, uh, loving, love it it, love it, right? loving
1: the Time of Collison. Go- Google it and you'll be unsurprised to hear that there aren't many other references to Loving the Time <laughs> of Collison.
2: <laughs> Excellent. Uh, James, thank you very much. Pleasure. You can follow James on Long as One. <coughs> long as One. On the Twitters. You can, you can him send me them. abuse mainly. Yeah, if you want to call him a lizard. Hey, these guys have no manners. Nice robot jumper, your 40-year-old. <laughs> He's late 30s. <laughs> um, Mids. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can follow himself, Chris, at CJ Skull, Skull the a C, on the Twitters. You can go on the KUMB forum and the KUMB Facebook group, and you can email this show at podcast at... KUMB.com and you can buy your tickets for the live event on the 13th of May at East Ham Men's Club with Martin Allen and Frank McAveni at KUMB.com. And you can read Chris's exquisite article
3: that changed my life yeah. on KUMB.
2: Yeah, that is all true things. Thank you very much, gentlemen. <laughs> we'll speak to you next week. Come,
3: Come, on, your Come on, you are.
0: <laughs> <eyes. laughs>